The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus began speaking in the synagogue, saying, Today this scripture passage is fulfilled in your hearing. And all spoke highly of him, and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his mouth. They also asked, Isn't this the son of Joseph? He said to them, Surely you will quote me this proverb, Physician, cure yourself, and say, Do here in your native place the things that we heard were done in Capernaum. And he said, Amen, I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his own native place. Indeed, I tell you, there were many widows in Israel in the days of Elijah, when the sky was closed for three and a half years, and a severe famine spread over the entire land. It was to none of these that Elijah was sent, but only to the widow in Zarephath in the land of Sidon. Again, there were many lepers in Israel during the time of Elisha the prophet, yet no one, no one, yet not one of them was cleansed, but only Naaman the Syrian. When the people in the synagogue heard this, they were all filled with fury. They rose up, drove him out of the town, and led him to the brow of the hill on which their town had been built, to hurl him down headlong. But Jesus passed through the midst of them and went away. The Gospel of the Lord. This is the first of Jesus' homilies in the Gospel of Luke, and it's so controversial that they want to kill him. Why do they respond so negatively to his words? Many of the early church fathers attribute their response to envy. Envy is when we experience sorrow over the good that someone else possesses. That sorrow then leads us to anger or hatred toward that person whom we envy, or it may even lead us to despair over our own lack of good. In this case, they envy Jesus because they do not believe there is anything special about him. They believe he has no right to speak to them the way he does because they believe that they are better than him. He is just the son of a carpenter, the son of Joseph and Mary from Nazareth. Who is he to speak to us this way? And when he speaks to them with authority, they are offended and they become angry at him. Envy is something that we all struggle with at times, some more than others, and it's because it's easy to compare ourselves to others and feel envious of their possessions, of their appearance, their family, their job, or anything else. But why do the good things that other people have make us envious? Why do the good things that they have make us sad and sorrowful? Well, there's a few reasons, three simple ones. We see the good that it that they have as depriving us of that good. For example, we look at rich people, we think their wealth means that I have less wealth. But that doesn't actually follow. Um, they could have earned their wealth perfectly legitimately, and them having more money isn't the reason for us having less money. Another is that we don't think they deserve the good that they have. He didn't earn it. He didn't work hard enough for it. Uh, you know, he's different. He didn't earn his, she didn't earn her good looks. So we don't think that they deserve the gifts that they have. And third is that we think that we deserve it more than they do. I worked harder than them. I should have a better paying job. I'm, you know, I'm more faithful. Why haven't I been rewarded more? And we think this way that we deserve more than that other person. And so the good that they have makes us sorrowful. 
In the lives of the saints, there is a woman who exemplifies someone who did not allow envy to consume her, even though there were many opportunities for her to be envious. St. Elizabeth of Portugal was Queen of Portugal around the year 1400, but her husband, King Dennis, was unfaithful to her. However, instead of becoming envious of her husband's mistresses and becoming spiteful and angry, she prayed for them and for her husband. She dedicated her time to works of charity and education. She used the gifts that God had given her to make the world a better place. She funded the building of churches, a hospital, a convent, an orphanage. She helped improve the country's laws and agriculture and to increase literacy. St. Elizabeth is the patron She's the patron saint of those who struggle with envy, both those who are victims of other people's envy, as a queen, people would envy her, but also as someone who could have been, who was tempted to envy because of the good that was, that should have been hers. Now, when we notice that uh, we ourselves are tempted towards envy, there are a few simple habits we can develop to help prevent envy from turning into hatred or angry, anger or despair. First is to pray for the person whom we envy. Say a prayer of gratitude to God for the gifts that he has bestowed on that person and that he will give that person the grace to use those gifts well. Another is to use the temptation to envy as an opportunity to thank God for the gifts in, your own, in our own lives. Perhaps he hasn't given us the same gifts as someone else, but he has given us many gifts, so we need to remember to thank him for those gifts. Lastly, we must use it as an opportunity to grow in humility. We are weak and frail creatures. We don't have everything and we never will. We need to accept our limitations and ask God to help us become better. Developing these simple habits turns every temptation toward envy into an opportunity to grow in virtue. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.